Just a few more things here from that notebook. It's a picture he was carrying around with him. Do you know who those people are? No clue. Uh, would you be surprised if that's a much younger Bob Durst and Kathy Durst? If you say so, I don't know. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Thank you for tuning in for this special bonus episode of Jury Duty, The Trial of Robert Durst. I'm your host, Carrie Antholis. In this brief episode, we're going to discuss an odd moment in last week's proceedings that turns out to have been a bizarre blunder by the defense. Last Wednesday, June 23rd, the jury heard from Paul Coulter, a now-retired detective with the Robbery Homicide Division of the LAPD. Detective Coulter took over the investigation into Susan Berman's murder from Detective Brad Roberts on January 11, 2001. In the process of questioning Coulter about his investigation during cross-examination, Dick DeGuerin placed a series of images onto the courtroom projector. The documents and photographs DeGuerin chose to introduce had been recovered from Robert Durst's car when he was arrested in Pennsylvania in 2001. Just a few more things here from that notebook. This is a picture he was carrying around with him. Do you know who those people are? No clue. Would you be surprised if that's a much younger Bob Durst and Kathy Durst? If you say so, I don't know. DeGuerin then displayed Bob and Kathy's wedding photo, in which Bob is standing next to Kathy, holding their dog, Igor. He then showed Coulter a childhood photograph of Durst. At this point, the prosecution objected. I don't think you will recognize him, but I think there's no question that that's Bob Durst at about the age of nine or ten. Sure, the witness can't stipulate. We, we will stipulate. If you ask, we'll stipulate that's Bob Durst. We don't know the age, but this witness can't talk about childhood photos. Well, what you can talk about is you know that these photos were all in Bob Durst's possession when he was on the lamp. That's going to call right? your say the same issue we talked about in sidebar. Although DeGuerin did not explore the photographs further, it seemed that his intention was to humanize Robert Durst. By showing the pictures of Bob and Kathy together, it appeared that DeGuerin was attempting to demonstrate that Durst cared about his wife Kathy and, therefore, that he might be innocent in her disappearance. Whatever his intent, Dick DeGuerin, it seems, made a strange blunder in identifying the woman in the photograph as Kathy Durst, when she was, according to our information, not Kathy Durst at all. To explain further, I'm joined by reporter Charlie Bagley, who's covering the case for the New York Times and for CrimeStory.com. Charlie, when you saw that picture and you heard Dick DeGuerin reference it as a picture of Bob and Kathy, what did you think? Well, I was stunned because as soon as the photograph went up on the screens in the courtroom, I thought, that's not Kathy. What is he talking about? And no one in the courtroom seemed to notice. But I was absolutely certain that was not Kathy in the photograph with Bob. 
And what have you been able to find out about who it is in the photograph? Well, after asking around quite a bit, I've discovered that this is a photograph probably from somewhere around 1969. And it's at the time that a friend of Bob's, the woman in the photograph, was encouraging him to enlist in primal scream therapy, which was a new, very chic psychotherapy that was developed on the West Coast here. So he started attending sessions with, as it turned out, John and Yoko Lennon. And we've made an editorial decision not to reveal the name of the woman in the photograph. Why don't you explain why that is? I don't feel comfortable saying the name of the woman in the photograph because although I'm pretty certain it's her, I'm not absolutely sure. And I don't want to put the name into play without being certain. Well, yet another interesting development in Robert Durst's defense team's actions during this case. You would think they'd be a little more careful in identifying people in photographs by now, but this is the defense that millions of dollars buys you these days, I guess. Charlie Bagley, thank you for being with us for this special report and for your continued breaking news coverage of this crazy, crazy trial. Always a pleasure. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Please remember that you can receive alerts and news breaks on developments in Robert Durst's murder trial, as well as new episodes of Season 2 of Jury Duty, The Trial of Robert Durst, by subscribing now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, if you want to refresh your memory on where the prosecution and defense are heading with their arguments in the trial, go back and re-listen to episodes from Season 1, and head over to CrimeStory.com for in-depth coverage of the Durst story. Jury Duty, The Trial of Robert Durst is created and produced by yours truly, Carrie Antholis. Brittany Bookbinder is my co-host. This episode was written and co-produced by Alexis Bartolo and Brittany Bookbinder. Passages from Robert Durst's written and spoken comments were read by actor David Kelsey. Post-production and editing was handled by Jody O'Keefe. Music was provided by Strike Audio. Thanks for joining us, and we hope you will come back for the next episode of Jury Duty, The Trial of Robert Durst.